Yeah, hey, folks, this is David Opposin. Well, actually, the unseen hand of Opposin the Matrix. And that guy over there is Ralph, and I know this finger is going to point the other way when we uh, finish here. Oh, this time it's over. It did it again. It's backwards. <laughs> I'll be darned. That's amazing. I don't know why it does that, because the doors are over there, and that's the right side. And so the side says fee. It doesn't. Yeah. I don't care. I should be on that side. You had to point that sign out, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) It's a constant reminder, David. It doesn't mean a thing. You've got a cork board back there. (laughs) That's exactly the way I feel about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's go. Okay, folks, we're going to, we're going to have a show today and, uh, I want to just turn it over to Ralph and say, Ralph, what are we doing today? Okay, that's, thank you very much. We're going to do a couple of three things. Sure. That I think are important. I've got, first of all, I think some things that are pointed, but they're they're funny, humorous. And we'll do that. And that'll take probably, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, whatever. And then I've got some really pointed information to talk about graphs and pictures and slides. But we're going to talk about the Aaron Judge story. Aaron Judge just hit okay. 62 home runs to set a new a new Major League Baseball thing. I've got a, a, a uh, an article I think I read. I've got it six pages printed to, for you to read, so I don't take a few minutes. But you okay, believe how vis- how absurd. I'll just let you and your listeners read that. And then uh, the lion's claw. Well, the left is absurd, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then if the it's your permission, I'd like if we get to that point, I'd like to tell my, uh, I can't read, there it is. Three miracles. It, it, okay. I, that sounds I, good, Ralph. I professed being a Christian. And since I became a Christian in 1973, I believe there are miracles. Now, people could say coincidences, but I don't think so. I think God has blessed my life with three miracles. Let's say it that way. So that's what we're going to do. There are no coincidences in God's kingdom. That's no, right. I don't think so. I think they're miracles. They happen to be. Exactly. Okay, when yep, you're ready. I'm ready, Ralph. Let it rip. Okay, this is just a, a, a scribble note. To remind us, okay. Italy yeah. elected a hardcore patriot government. Yes, and let's talk about her. She's, it's a woman, and I I think she's called a firebrand. She's got people. You're right. It's about time. Let's go back to Italy. All I know yeah. much about it was back prior to World War II. Mussolini created fascism. He called it a fascist government. Mm-hmm. Now, the difference between socialism and communism is there's a step in between called fascism, where you, where we, the people, own the factors of production, but the government controls them totally. They said that Mussolini right. was the man who made the railroads run on time. Now, he's got his thumb in there to make right. sure that government... He was, he took joined with Hitler, and finally he he lost his 
his army surrendered or something. And later on, at the end of the war, his patriots, I think, I would just say politely, say, hung him upside down, Mussolini. And I don't know, but I think they've had a socialist government ever since. This woman is no socialist. Mm -hmm. She's a hardcore conservative who knows what to say. And she's a firebrand. I watched her and I said, boy. Right. Hallelujah. Damn what she said. So let's let's hope that somebody like her can get people in the whole European market to learn about this. Yes, okay. definitely. I saw this on the back of your car. Uh, bumper sticker on a senior's car. I am speeding because I've got to get there before I forgot where I'm going. Before I forget where I'm going. <laughs> This is funny. We've done this before, but it's a it's a brilliant thought, especially right now. Okay, put five hundred dollars cash into an envelope, and then mail it to yourself. If you don't have the guts to do this because you were afraid it's going to get lost, you had better you would better vote in person this November. That is so true. Yes, I agree. Listen, would you agree with me that this is probably the most important election? this nation's ever had. Yes, I do. Uh-huh. I, I've been I've been watching the polls and they picked three or four governors who were very, very close by one or two points. They're not by one or two points. They're ahead by fifteen or twenty or even more. But they're trying to soften us up. Mm. Oh, they're they're too close. You better get out. The Democrats get out. But I'm telling you, they're going to sweep. We're going to sweep not only the House. We're going to sweep the Senate as well. We're going to get. They found a couple of people we haven't even talked about who are going to win for to add to the number of the senators in the uh, in the uh, Senate. I mean, elected Senate. Well, you know, take take into account also, Ralph, that. uh, the Democrats are the ones that took the, the death shot, so a lot of them aren't going to make it to the polls. Yes. I hate to put it that way, but that's true. Yeah, I'm going to show you the this, Okay, the Tucson Citizen. Tucson Citizen, Monday, September 7th, 1987? Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, it's an old picture. Now, this is, I, I know it's, it's faded because it's old. But that, those are two, those people on the side are in Tombstone. And Tombstone has these parades. Uh-huh. And the people in the city uh, dress up and they walk down the street and you can wave at them and call them names and whatever, boo the bad guys and talk to the people on horses. So here's, these are two of their characters. Okay, is it? Well, yeah, I'll, I'll have to read. like uh, two Okay. I, I would say they're slightly inebriated. Or at least pretending they are. Right. You? Okay, now, you might not be able to read this. Oh, yeah. Tombstone Parade honors regional authors. Okay, Tombstone yesterday honored Southern Arizona's authors by having a. Uh, Labor Day Parade the city invited whoa <laughs> the city invited local citizens who had read any book 
written by a Southern Arizona author to march in the parade. Uh, Tony Harms, it looks like. It doesn't matter. She's getting down on the right. And Papa, up, yeah. and Papa Mills. Hmm? Papa Mills were the only two in Tombstone who had read <laughs> um, Tucsonian Ralph Epperson's book entitled The Unseen Hand. <laughs> they shouldn't have done that to me. <laughs> that wasn't very nice. They could have got a queen. Queen of the tombstone. Hey, I read Ralph Emerson's book. These guys show up and they say, I read the Archie and I got past page. I got seven pages read. Oh, I read six, six, 15 pages. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. The father told his daughter... I was a very important person, and he wanted to have a picture of the three of us. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, I'm so sorry. Put her in- and, and there were two pages. This is the first one. I'm sorry. We got this. Is this work starts? Okay, everyone's everyone's okay. Every once in a while, travelers will remember that I live in Tucson, and they will come here to meet with me. And and uh, this is one such example with their four-year-old daughter. And there's a. I, I guess I don't know how much she was, but. You'll see her in a minute. Uh The father told his daughter that I was a very important person and he wanted to have a picture of the three of us. So he put her in his lap um, and told his wife to count the three from three to one and then she would take a picture. This is that picture. This really grieves me. You're not supposed to laugh now. I promise not to laugh. <laughs> ah, the daughter's looking out the window. She doesn't care less. <laughs> this is what I think of your important person. <laughs> I don't know if you can read this. This was I typed this up years ago, but but um... okay. Okay, press release, Pluribus Press. Um, do you want me to read the address or just go down to the... No, oh, no, it's okay. Go down. Okay. Um, okay. Publius Press, which Publius Press, which has been holding the annual Ralph... Got to go back over, Ralph. The other way. Okay. Uh, Epperson Lookalike Contest for the last 12 years is... Pleased to announce the winner for this year's 2020 2012, Tom Selleck. Oh, we got to start the bottom. Um, okay, t- 2003, Phyllis Diller. Okay. Um, 2004, Harrison Ford. 2005, Burt Reynolds. 2006, Robert Redford. Uh, 2007 through 2011 are all Tom Selleck. Yeah. The first year contest, the first year of this contest was held. Publius Press hired an outside beauty contest planning agency. But after the results were announced, Publius Press decided that it would be best if Ralph Epperson himself became the only judge for the contest. <laughs> In other words, who is best qualified <laughs> who is best qualified to determine the winner of the Ralph Epperson lookalike contest than the individual himself, right? 
<laughs> okay. Uncle Epperson's fairy tales. Once upon a time, there were two brothers. Um, see, uh, what does it say? See the brothers. Okay. Okay, very good. Uh, one of the brothers was one of the brothers was named Lee, and the other brother was named Ralph. Can you call? Can you tell which is which? <laughs> a peacock and a little duckling. <laughs> Everyone in my family. Yeah, are you expecting me to answer that? Yes, yes. You, you gotta help me here. You're being the first one that's ever done it. I, I don't think I'm the little duck or whatever. I think is. you're the. Huh? No, you're the male peacock. Oh, the male. Thank you. I'll pay you later for that one. Here, listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I want to say this, and I, I, I've said it before in your program. If we don't laugh, we'll go crazy. This world is completely turning itself upside down. It's disgusting what's happening. And that's why I think we should laugh, and that's what I'm trying to do. Okay, now, let's get the newspaper. All right, the Arizona Daily Star. Epperson to win Nobel Prize. Okay. Okay, now, I'd rather read your work, and I'll tell you how I won. We've been, spent, we've been spending billions of dollars on antenna trying to zoom out into space to pick up some sort of signal that there's space, life outside it, and we'll zoom. The thing, and they've got 10 of them zooming back and forth. And for 30 years, there are 50 years, billions of dollars in the waste of people sitting there with binoculars. I came up with the theory, and I won. The Nobel Prize. Mm-hmm. All they've heard was static. What if the aliens, that's their language? Hey. That's pretty good. You mean all those times I watched television and it was the white snow? I was listening to them? <laughs> Come on, here, compliment me, David. No, I think it's good. <laughs> it's quite a thought. <laughs> well, it could, it could be true, right? We always got the little yeah, the aliens are always short, and they got legs and arms and ears and big eyes and other parts of their and they're long legs. Why are they not seventy-five feet tall? What are we going to do when they're 75 feet tall? No one ever thought about that. Step on us? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope not. Oh, there's rough squash. <laughs> <laughs> Here is good news. 95% of electric cars are still on the road. And the remaining 5% made it all the way home. <laughs> The, I, I did, I've done a little research and kicked, kicked this around. I'm getting various estimates. Some people said four hours. Some say 10 or 11 hours. One guy said four days. Uh-huh. And then there, there's pictures of these odd things standing there like this, and you pick one and you can stick, plug in and wait. And there's 15 cars waiting. This is really going to work mm-hmm. out well. 
And then how much, if the battery goes dead, how much does it cost? $20,000. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden in his car is going to, in his car going through a drive through He looks to the left through the open window and says, I'll have a Happy Meal with extra fries. The attendant says, sir, this is a car wash. <laughs> now, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're going to see whether or not you really think nicely about me. Because this, this cowboy. Okay. That's me, buddy. Wow. Uh, for the listening audience, Ralph is dressed in a black hat with a jean jacket and a white shirt uh, in front of a fence. Okay. And I'm smiling right now, buddy. You don't mess with Epperson, right? No, you look you look pretty mean. Yeah. <laughs> would you buy a used horse from this cowboy? <laughs> of course you would, David. <laughs> you keep talking about free, free, free. There's, you must be a Bernie Sanders man. There you go. Free college, free sex, free weed, free health care. This is all painted on side of a car or a right. van. Free kittens, free loans, everything free. Did oh, that's you, funny. Did you know that Bernie got a PhD from the University of Chicago? Who funded the university. Really? Who? The Rockefellers. Well, aside from the U.S. government? Oh, well, there you go. I don't know that that's happened, but they founded it. Now, why would they teach Bernie free, 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 free? So he could, he could corrupt us or yeah. the American public. That, I, I, that was it the 2016 election or and was it the primary results? I heard that like 40% voted for for Bernie Sanders. I said, what? And then now she was a yeah. socialist. I said, you're kidding me. We're that bad off? 40%. I think it was, <laughs> it must have been at the convention or somewhere. I don't think it was the election because it was obviously uh, Hillary is talking about she won and beat him out. And I don't know, but 40%, right. I said, that's, It's all the young people. Who's that? All right, it's got this has got Ocasio Cort Ocasio Cortez. Um, it's the face you the face you make when you buy a bag of M and M's and find out they're it's filled with W's. <laughs> I think that's last. That's an old blonde joke. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, she, you got you got us on a good roll, Ralph. <laughs> I think I'll take it nationwide. There you go. Okay. Found the problem, I think. And it's got flooding going on. There's a spigot with water coming out of it, a small spigot, half inch. <laughs> it's draining the lake, right? Come on. That's what the problem yeah. <laughs> Okay, here we go. This is an advertisement. Okay, now, my uh, buddy has two tickets for the Super Bowl. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Can you read it all? Okay. 
I'll start again. Yeah. My buddy has two tickets for the Super Bowl, both box seats. He paid $2,500 for each ticket, but he did not realize uh, did not realize last year that he bought them that it's going to be the same day as his wedding. If you are interested in looking for someone to take his place, it's a temp it's at Temple and God Church at 3 p.m. Her name is Alexis. <laughs> Not at the game, but at his marriage. I'll get married later. Okay, come on. Our government, right here, buddy. This is where it is. Come on. Gotcha. Okay. I, I can't, I, I can't, I gotta, I've got to get you to read the top line. Can you get that in the print? Oh, I can't see anything, Ralph. There's nothing there. you got to raise it up or something. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'll go until you can read it. Can you see it? Okay. No, not yet. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. okay. There, that's perfect. Ex- yeah, perfect example. Okay. Um, it's, there's a sign in the picture that says "Give Cyclists Space," and let's see. Perfect example of government helping. <laughs> Putting the sign right in the bike lane, so they got to go around it. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Oh. There you go. Okay, here's another one of these tests of whether you think highly of me. We'll we'll find out. We'll know. We'll learn what you really think of me with this one as well. Who's that? Okay, it's a picture of you feeding flamingos. (laughs) That's you, and you're feeding flamingos. Would you trust this man to feed your flamingos? Well, if I had flamingos, I guess, yeah. Oh, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> she would read to that. You can come feed my chickens if you want. <laughs> got four chickens. I think that's wonderful. That's amazing. Oh, what, what do you do when one passes Seven. away? You go by one little chicken. Is that a little baby chicken? Are they all going to pass away together? Together? Oh, I have, we haven't. Yeah, they're going to. They're going to. They're going to form a cult and all pass away at the same. <laughs> <laughs> put out the word hey everybody come David Page he's got a mean mesh for all of us come on come down the road <laughs> alright we got here people heading somewhere looks like oh it's an airport yeah that's uh, Denver well but, people and I can't see the bottom Ralph I know it's okay people but, heading oh no what, who, who they're dressed a, a, for something? Why are they dressed that way? Yeah, like a, it looks like a clown, a clown convention or something. That's it. That's the, I'm sorry. These are clowns yeah. walking to go to the universe. No, it's not. Congressman walking to, congressman walking to, board transportation ride to Capitol. <laughs> this is the last one. I, 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 I don't think I did, but zero, but three or four there. For, what do you think of Ralph? I don't know. Uh, Bronx Cheer brought to you by Ralph Epperson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the new NFL. And it's got two commentators saying, 
It's not his knee. It appears his feelings are hurt, and the team psychologist is rushing out onto the field. <laughs> it's that bad, isn't it? I don't know. There seems to yeah, be. Yeah, it is. There seems to be a rush. I'm sorry, that's if I'm like way exaggerated, but I don't remember this happening in the past in the NFL. Maybe you, I don't watch it a lot, but I watch, you know, I'm a Raider fan. I watch them when they lose or when it doesn't matter. And there seems to be a rash of some of our players smashing people. Wives, aggravated yeah. assault. What? Uh, what? These guys are making 40, you know, I, I've often wondered, by someone who is well-known for making a lot of money in a single, why would he go to a singles bar? There's there's 17 women waiting to find him and latch on to him only because he's got money. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, and then when exactly. they get them home, they find out they want the money, then he smashes them. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, Ralph, it used to be it used to be that men played football. And now it's now it's uh, little boys that are grown up. Yes. you know. Yeah, or even then they're not grown up. Okay, I think we'll go, we'll we'll put yeah. these others. Okay, we'll do them one at a time. Let's take this. This was next in my sequence. Now, I'm okay. not going to ask you to read this, but I want you to just get the details. Where is this? <clears throat> The Arizona Daily Star, October 7, 2020, uh, page A7. Okay. Uh, Trump rallies drift. Trump Trump rallies drift to fringe ahead of potential 2024 bid. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know if you can read it, but just maybe somewhere I'll read it for you. But who wrote it? Can you tell, tell us there? Yeah, that's, that's uh, let's see. Oh, it's blurred. Yeah, I can't. I'll have to no, read it's it. No, it's too blurry. Yeah. yeah. Her name is Jill Colvin. C. Charlie O. L. V. Victor I. N. For the Associated Press. So she's mm-hmm. qualified. And she's a, she's a journalist, right? Always. Now, let's read what she said in this article. Right. I've got them. All these are younger. These are the yellow that I've underlined, and I've typed them up for you. Because let's just, let's just be... Pertinent let, points. Let's see how she handles this. You've already got that. Okay, like you said, it's Arizona Daily. Yeah. And Jill Colvin, Associated Press. Trump rallies, Trump rallies drift to fringe ahead of potential 2024 bid. The Anons uh, believe that Donald Trump will be soon be reinstated to the White House to finish the remainder of Biden's term. If only. If only. Actually, it's Trump's term. It was stolen away. <laughs> yes, I agree. I still think that's going to play a role in this thing coming up. That's going to be proven. Mm-hmm. Okay, Colvin wrote about, uh, quote, a former Democrat who says she voted twice for Obama, but will still vote for Donald Trump. She continued, after spending much of the last two years obsessively peddling false claims of a stolen election. How does she know it's not stolen? How does she know that? If it's a fraud, you think they're going to admit it? 
And you're, if they're going to have an audit, they're going to make That's sure right. he says there was no fraud. How does she know it was a, a fraud? Is she? Mm-hmm. she doesn't know any more than you and I do. We both theorize that there is, no. but we still don't have the proof. None. Exactly. Okay, she went on. Quote, the baseless QAnon conspiracy is premised to the belief that the country is run by a ring of child sex traffickers and satanic pedophiles that only Trump can defeat. Well, truth is truth. Truth is truth. You know something, I hate to say this, and I'm sure you probably would agree with me. This is something new. I don't remember this growing up. All the way, and I'm 84 no, years uh-uh. old. I don't remember hearing about it until four, five, six, or whatever it is years ago. We didn't have any Trump pedophiles right. and people abusing children and but suddenly, and she's okay with that. She thinks it's yeah. funny to think that. It's true, and we're going to find out. Quote, Trump had his allies often dismiss suggestions that he, ad- that he advances political, con- advances, con- excuse me, Trump and his allies often dismiss suggestions that he advances conspiracy theories or condones violence. When was the last time Donald Trump can deal with violence? I Not that th- I can remember. I don't think so. Have, has the left left mm-hmm. condoned violence? There's some senator wants to said we Democrat we got to kill all those who are in opposition. What is that? People. The Black right. Lives Matter, and we've right. got policemen not doing their jobs because government won't let them. And we're the ones doing violence? This is backwards. Yeah. There's an adage I learned years ago. Whenever you want to cause changes, always blame your enemy with what you're doing. Exactly. This is what we're doing? We believe you're doing that. So that we don't say that that's us doing right. You bet. That was, I think, Lenin or mm-hmm. one of these communists. That makes sense, too, doesn't it? And that's what this Yeah, means. it does. And they're quite ad- adept at it. <laughs> Quote, on January 6, 2021, Trump supporters violently stormed the U.S. Capitol, trying to halt the peaceful transition of power by disrupting the cer- certification of Biden's victory. How much violence was One person died. The only violence was was from their side. Yeah. Is that one man, one policeman shot that woman Woman. through the window. That was the only gun. No one ever saw a gun. There was no violence. People were walking around in wisdom, Mm -hmm. looking around, enjoying it. First time they've ever been inside, and there was no violence. And the majority of the people stayed outside. They could have gone in, but they did When you see, there's a camera way at a distance at it, and they're crowding up the walls to get on the top layer, and apparently there's a layer up there you can walk around the whole capital or something, and they're looking in the windows. They didn't go in. There was no, they could have taken a thousand right. people through there, but they, and there's violence and it's angry. And it, this is a communist, I don't know. I just, all I know is who wrote it. 
Okay, quote on January 6, 2021. Uh, did we read that already? Okay, forgive me. Yeah. That's yes. okay. I'm sorry. There's a forgiveness fee. No, there... <laughs> <laughs> no this is a separate comment later on. <laughs> January 6, 2021, Trump supporters violently stormed U.S. Capitol trying to halt the peaceful transition of power by disrupting the certification of Biden's victory. See, that's an, it is a separate, a separate announcement. So now there was violence. And guess oh, who okay. did it? The Trumpers did it. The Trumpers did it. Here's what she said. A supporter. A supporter, quote, blame the violence on leftist protesters masquerading as Trump supporters, though there were, is no evidence to support that claim. You know, so ah. The little did I know about this, it was Nancy Pelosi that scheduled this. And what she did was she got in yeah. touch with the BLM or one of those black and she told them, we want you to march on on the Capitol building, and we're going to open the gates mm-hmm. to let you in, and there'll be a, a less policemen, and we want you to dress like your Trump supporters, and then we can blame them for a violent revolution. Right. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. That's what the truth is. That's right. Yep. I agree. Now... Uh, this is a graph. We talked about this in, a, in the uh, in the advance, and you told me you can read this, but let's, let's tell her what it is. Okay, yeah, le- illegal border crossings into Israel. Can you read the rest? Those two. Okay. Up? Uh, so- source of Abra- source Abraham M. Uh, Twenty seventeen. Uh, well, yeah, no, please. I, you're doing a good job, but you know I'll read it because it is small and hard to read. Source: a- Abraham's M. Some guy a- Abraham's common M for his first name. 2017 data on foreigners in Israel, and then Israel Population and Immigration Authority Policy Planning Division. Now it's a graph, and over here you can see the numbers go down to. Okay, the, the left column has. Yeah, the left column has uh, in the thousands, and I'm assuming that's thousands of people that are illegal. Okay, now we have uh, 2006. Ralph, can you raise it up just a little bit? Oh, I'm very sorry. Okay, 2006. There, 2006, there were 2,800. Oh, no, 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 again, no, please. Just read the um, numbers. 2000. Yeah, okay, 2006, there were 2,800. No, 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 no. David, just read these here. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, from the bottom to the top, 2,000, 4,000, 6,000, 8,000, 10,000, 12,000, 14,000, 14, uh, 16,000, 18,000, and 20,000. Okay. So this Let's is a column. graph telling us how many people have come in from 2006 to 2017. And let's see what happened. Something changed in Israel. Now, this is the part. Okay. The first column, 2006, 3,800 people. 
second column, 2007, 5,000 people, third column, 2008, 9,000 people, 2009, 15,000, 2010, 15,000, 2011, 17,000, 2012, 10,000. Wow, it's gone down the last year. It's changed. What's that red stripe there for? Come on, Ralph, there's no red stripe. Something changed. They built a mm-hmm. wall. Now let's see how many That's people. right, huh? There's the red Can you think? I'm sorry. I'll get the red line. That's okay, the There's the red line. Okay. Okay, 2013, 43 people. 2014, 21 people. 2015, 220, 2016, 18 people, 2017, zero. That's when the, it says barrier improved, too, under 2017. Uh, the walls work for Israel? Yes. Yeah, they do. Uh-huh. The, uh, uh, I don't, Tucker's interviewed, um, could be it could be Yugoslavia, one of those nations like that, that that has a policy. Mm-hmm. We don't take uh, people unless we want them to come in, and they if you come across, you're going out. Right. Now, oh, that's not mm-hmm. good. Fair, he said. Listen, we have our values. We live. We live according. We're happy. We're content. We all agree basically about how we're going to live. And, we're Christians, maybe, and maybe even Buddhists, but we don't steal from each killing neighbors, and we don't want people coming in to bring their stuff, like the guys in Texas are saying to Californians. Don't Californicate in Texas. Leave your ideas behind you. Right. Mm-hmm. You remember this? Okay. Mobile gas, yes. Um, 27.9 and 31.9. For gasoline. I don't know that I've got to yeah, remember that. Yeah. If it's $6 a gallon, how come it's not 31 dollars If we were paying for it. Yeah, I don't know. These, we import our oil. These are really pro- intended to provoke thought. Um, all the celebrities on Epstein's flights logs have publicly endorsed Joe Biden. Wow. Uh, let that sink in for a second. And that's Joshua Feuerstein that said that. Yeah. What does he mean, Epstein's flight logs? What is that? Well, Epstein had a plane. Epstein had a plane that he was flying people down to his island where they were doing strange sex down there. Where's his island? You know where Down it is? in the Bahamas, isn't it? Uh, someplace off the coast of Florida, in international waters. Yeah. So that's what he said. But just think, if this is true, what does it tell us about we conservatives? We're not on the list. We don't go there. Why don't we go there? Because we've got values. we got morality. What does this tell us right. about this nation? Mm-hmm. Thousands of people have gone there. Senators, congressmen, movies, you name it, the media. Supreme Supreme Court justices. Yes. The Pennsylvania Republican candidate for governor, 
got an unlikely endorsement on Sunday, October 2nd, 2020, from former President Obama's half-brother, Malik Obama. This is that interesting. The brothers figured it out, hadn't you? He's a conservative, isn't he? Yes, you bet he is. And oh, there was even years ago when Obama was making endorsements and writing books, his brother asked him for some help, some financial help, and Buck refused. He didn't want to talk to him. Um, I, I came there yeah. and I saw him. I've, I've got, I've got my own problems to worry about. I think we've done this, but it's good to review it. Okay. Um, the United States in, is third in murders throughout the world. If you remove Chicago, Detroit, Washington, D.C., St. Louis, and New Orleans, the United States is then 189th out of 193 countries in the entire world. P.S. All five cities have strict gun control laws. Yep, that's true. In other words, this is not about getting the guns to stop violence. This is about getting our guns isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Little, little Masonic uh, connection on the U of A campus. Oh, it's impossible. We don't do that. That's the latest building. I think there they... are 33. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, no, there are 33 steps in the stairs to, in the lower right of the picture. 33 equals Masons. Yeah. These steps right here. Uh-huh. If you see close up, there's 11, yep. three steps, and then you take three and then walk, and then three, three, three. So just by coincidence, 33. And that's what, when you get to 33, you're wise. That's why this is just a little connection mm-hmm. with the U of A, uh, and with the Masonic Lodge. Right. Do you have any idea who oh, that is? Vladimir Lenin. Okay. Yeah, it's Vladimir Lenin. Yes. Who is he? I know my history. <laughs> Who was he? He started the Russian Revolution. How he many, was the, the first premier of Russia, uh, Soviet Union. How many people did he kill? Uh, 20, 20 million. 20 million, I think. Uh, this statue is Vladimir Lenin, the communist leader of Russia, uh, 1917 to 1920. It was torn down by those tearing down American flag, American public statues several years ago. They don't even know. <clears throat> they didn't rip that statue down. Does that tell us something? Mm-hmm. That statue is real. It's in yes. Seattle. That's what this is. This is the picture. That's him. Mm-hmm. So whoever put it up, loved Vladimir Lenin only killed 15 million people. Yeah, right. Let's see if this flies up a flagpole. One day it will all dawn on you that the people you ridiculed and dismissed as conspiracy theorists were just friends and family members who loved you enough to tell you the truth. Is that yeah. true? Please yeah, understand. There is. This has a price. My neighbor, I gave him a, he came over to say hello. We were very cordial. They said, listen, how do you like paying $6 or $5 a gallon? He said, I don't like it. I said, you want to know why? He said, yeah. I gave him a video. He won't talk to me now. Why? <laughs> why? The truth hurts. 
this is dated, but but it still applies to all the sporting events. Okay, this Sunday it will be harder to enter the Super Bowl than it is to cross the border and enter into the United States. That's true. Yeah. Why is that? Why is that happening? Because lawlessness is abounding. (laughs) Their picture, your city on socialism, it's got a torn down, burned out old building. Your hospital on socialism, it's got a guy laying on a gurney, not getting any help in a really bad looking hospital. Um, Your grocery stores on socialism, empty shelves. Your politicians on socialism, living in mansions. What? Is that true? Let's take a look at that. I got something. Do you know what the Escalade car is? Yeah, it's a real expensive Cadillac. Yeah, it's a Cadillac. Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know that we can do this, David, unless we go across. Or maybe I... I'll get the whole, whole thing. Can you read it? Uh, no, I can't. Okay. No. It's... Here's here's this is I picked it up off the internet. Need more proof? We're getting robbed blind by the state of California. I just received my annual registration renewal on my 2016 Escalade. Now that's what 22. That's what age? You're six six years old. The charge is five six. Yeah, right on there. Uh huh. The charge is seven hundred and thirty-one dollars. I was curious what I would be charged if I lived in other states. Below is a list of what I would be charged for my car on an annual basis. If a state is missing, it was because I could not figure out exactly what the charge would be. So it starts with seven seven thirty-one California, Oregon sixty-three. Arkansas, 30. Delaware, 40. Georgia, 20. Idaho, 57. Indiana, 35. Kansas, 40. Kentucky, 21. Maine, 35. Massachusetts, $60. Mississippi, 15. Missouri, 53. Nebraska, 15. Nevada, 33. New Hampshire, 55. North Carolina, 36. Ohio, 34. Pennsylvania, 36. Rhode Island, 48. South Carolina, 40. 20, Tennessee, 24, Texas, 50, Utah, 43, Virginia, 45, West Virginia, 30. That's wow. nothing. It's nothing more than a way to raise taxes and rip the poor people off who's got a 46 Dodge, probably paying $100 to get it. Right. These things are meant to provoke thought, ladies and gentlemen. I'm hoping they're they're working. Okay, 2019. It's got Joe Biden standing next to Kamala Harris. Looks looks like at the the Democratic primary. Uh, Joe Biden, $9 million net worth. Uh, Yeah, the vice president, Kamala Harris, $6.3 million net worth. Then it has 2022, Joe Biden, $41 million net worth, and Kamala Harris, $28 million net worth. And they made that on only $100,000 salary. 
Yeah. What does that tell us about this system? Let's just look over here at Biden. It's made for thieves and robbers. How much was yeah. it? In twenty nine million when he went in. Twenty twenty nineteen, yeah. And forty one million in twenty twenty two. Six point three million in in uh twenty nineteen and twenty eight million in uh twenty twenty two. How do they do that? It's called corruption, isn't it? They go right. there to make yes, money. Now this is this is gonna get us a thought make a thought provoker. George Herbert Walker Bush is not a Mason. He's not listed in any list I've been able to find. This is the father, H.W. Bush, the George Herbert Walker Bush. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's throwing out the first baseball, and that whatever year he was elected, we're way back in so many. And you go to the mound, and you're the first. You, the players have been warming up, and now they all go to their dugouts, and then they're generally announced. They say, play ball, and they all run out there. Well, they, no, sorry. There's one guy goes to the mound at the first game of the season, and it's the president or somebody named famous, and they get on the mound and throw the ball at the, and many of them go throw it against the fence or dribble it on the ground. But somebody got something here. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's number 33 on his jacket. Who is that? That's interesting. George Herbert Walker Bush. Now, how many numbers are there available in a foot a baseball game? Uh, on a number on on your shirt. Well, there's, there's ni- ninety nine basically. Yeah, I'm sorry, you're at yeah. zero zero. So it's one in ninety nine. I'm guessing it's just a coincidence, right? I don't think no. so. Not at all. Oh, here's a good test between socialism and and uh, free capitalism. Oh, the lights at night, North Korea and South Korea. There are none hardly in North Korea. And South Korea is lit up like a Christmas tree. What does that tell us? These people can make missiles and launch them all over the world. Uh, The missile that they fired on Japan was a V-2 missile that was given by order, General Patton, was ordered to take over all of the missile facilities, two towns, Pina Mundi and Nordhausen, and turn them over lock, stock, and barrel to the communists. He couldn't go into the city, or he would go in only, but he captured the city, but he could not gather up or get people arrested or moved. And all of those rockets, the, the Germans proved, worked. But the rocket, the V-2, was like a bullet. You aim it, and it goes like this. There's no control. You can't make it go right and left or further. It's mm-hmm. a bullet. And that's all that they are. So right. they, the North Koreans still are using these V-2 rockets. Red mm-hmm. China has V-2 rockets. The big ones they prayed, they don't have those. They're fake. I proved that way back in 1987. In the 90s, 2000 put out another version. Only the U.S. has nukes. People think I'm crazy. There's no one else saying this except me. But I prove it. I use the word proof. 
proof means proof. It's not a theory. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I believe that. I don't believe it. I proved it. They, right. Putin doesn't have any nuclear warheads to lost on us. Neither does Red China. There's North mm -hmm. Korea. Neither does Red China. None. Their right. rockets. There, there, there was a rocket they used to, in a war against one of the uh, Arabian countries on Yemen. They fired 22 of them, and they injured 22 people. Boy, that's a dangerous rocket. Punched a hole in your house. Yeah, right. They're nothing but a bullet, and they're short range, maybe 100 miles or something. Mm -hmm. So it's probably about 100 miles from North Korea to, uh, to Japan. Oh, they threatened to blow up uh, 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 Kamala's airplane when she flew into Taiwan. No, they couldn't do that either. <laughs> but what does this tell us? Too bad. This is called communism. What does it do for the people? Yeah, of course, there is really one city with lights all over the place. And where is that? That's the capital. Yeah, the capital city, Boyangyang. So the people yeah. that go in the country, they get lights, but everybody else, what are uh -huh. you? I, I, you get darkness. Electricity. Yeah. Oh, this is a noted philosopher and avant you know, still brilliant man. <laughs> hey, Ralph Epperson. Okay, government simply exists to protect individual rights. Life, liberty, and prosperity. Let, raise it up, please. Up, up, Ralph. Up. That way. Okay. That's the sole function. Okay. Now, let's go with the second, the second line. Can you see it at all? I'm just trying to get a movement like this. Yeah, I can. Okay. Can, can you read it? It does not exist. To re, it does, yeah, it does not exist to redistribute wealth for one group of individuals to another it does not exist <clears throat> to uh excuse me it does not exist to grant privileges to one group or another and it does not exist to operate in every situation next line next line ralph i gotta go to oh i'm sorry it does it does not it does not okay every Situation. Okay. I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. Did you think sorry. the third one or the fourth or whatever it was? It does not exist to operate in every. No, situation. I didn't do this. Okay, very good. That's start with that one. No. Down. Okay, it does not exist to operate in every situation um, envisioned by the mind of men. Government simply exists to protect individual rights to, of life, liberty, and prosperity. That's its sole function, A. Ralph Epperson. No, reread that last word. That's it's not, it. That word right there. Life, uh, Life, liberty, and prosperity? No, it's not prosperity. It shouldn't be. It's property. Oh, property. Life, liberty, and property. Well, i got to get my new glasses. In other words... Did you know why they came up with this theory, this word called, or words called um, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. happiness? What does that mean? What does it mean? Okay, 
you and I are cannibals. Anything could be, depending on the person. Anything that makes you happy. If you're a cannibal, Mm -hmm. you can pick the person you want to eat. That makes you happy. That's what it means. Where did it come Mm -hmm. from? Brilliant. It's finished. It used to read life, liberty, and property. But then the Southerners believed their black slaves were property. And so the founding fathers brilliantly figured out, if we announce that it's property is a God-given right, then they've got the right to keep their slaves. Let's at least start the process to make it. it. And they come out with this liberty and the pursuit of happiness. That's the, that's an abomination. Yeah. That who knows what that is. And there's only one guy saying that it's, it's individual. It's individual specific, you know, we have read this now for several weeks, and I, I hate to do it again, but this is for those who have never seen this that might be tuned in and listening right now or watching this in the future. If you've seen it before, memorize it. Yeah, okay, the island of Martha's Vineyard. We respect women. We, we value black lives. <clears throat> we stand with our LGBTQ community members. Uh, we stand with immigrants, with refugees, with indig- indigenous people, with people of all faiths. We stand with our community. All are welcome here. Who are they? That's one of those yard signs that everybody puts out. Yeah. No, that's no. official. Mm-hmm. This is put on buildings, government, uh, the city government buildings. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Listen. Why, when Biden has a rally, baby, the people turn out. Come on. Come on, Ralph. Mm-hmm. How many people show up when the Trump has a rally? Is that more than a Oh, dozen? tens of thousands. Yeah. How many people show up for... You got to lift it up, Ralph. I can't, I can't see it. Okay. Uh, up and to your left. Okay, Trump rally... Now, uh, up, Ralph, up. Okay, this says real, uh, Clinton, I'm sorry. I just, I'm trying to get, to, okay, there it is. Okay, yeah, Trump rally, there's the place is full, Clinton rally, um, How many? not people? full at all. Yeah. Maybe let's, 40. Let's, let's let's bring it a little closer. Oh, come on. That, that's, that was Clinton. Biden did much better. This is the Yuma rally. That he held here and stuck during the. Uh, <laughs> What's he got? Twenty people there. And they're probably five at the most. And they're all people got signs. He brought plenty yeah. of signs. This is this is yeah. a dirt parking lot. The people that are taking mm-hmm. this picture are on the other side of it. Now, behind them is a building or right. a lot. A lot to a fence or something. This is the whole parking lot. So that's at least half of it. Look at that. He's got the Biden rally thing. And he's probably not there. But there's a big rally. Let's go. Why why is this that the media not mocking this? Bringing it to our attention. right. (laughs) Now, this is tough. This is going to be subjective. All right, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. 
Now let's go bring it up. Okay. You turn it upside down and backwards. You got three sixes. Well, yeah. I guess you could do, do with this. Isn't that, isn't that the, the letter S or something makes it into a six? Because that, that, that rod going down. No, it's it's a it's really you're right. It is upside down. I think that's what it yeah. is. It's the upside down six, six at six. There it is. Well, right. even though this is wrong, that makes at least from my perspective, it's a nine. Well, anyway, maybe not. Now. It looks like a six to me. Okay, good. Thank you. Oh, monster! Yeah, I know. It's 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 none, none, none. Yeah. Okay, what is that? Vav, vav, vav. Sorry. That's the Hebrew letter. What's that? And it's got a number value number value of six. Okay, what I think your word is yah, but yah or something. I don't know. Okay, but what is this? Vav, vav. Yeah. Okay. That's the same letter. It's three sixes. And what do they call their drink? This suddenly popped up in every grocery store and uh, whatever it is, all of a sudden. Okay, now let's get down to the real thing. Okay. Well, let's see. We we started, so we were out an hour and 15 minutes, just approximately, right? Something like that. Yeah, about that. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, let's... Let's do, this won't take very long, I think, but this, I think, is important. There's no one else in this world that I know of that's ever covered this story, except. But this is something you can read. Yours truly. Well, you're okay. taking yours, meaning you. No. <laughs> the lion's paw. Yeah. A review of an ancient symbol by A. Ralph Epperson, 2009, updated June 2016, updated May 15, 2018. Now, we're going to read only the whole page, but I think if we only highlighted, highlighted, thank you. Okay, symbols. Author Manley P. Hall, the 33-degree Mason, wrote, Symbolism fulfilled the dual office of concealed, concealing the sacred truths for the uninitiated and revealing them to those qualified to understand the symbols. Yeah. So in other words, the dummies don't see it, but they tell the others that, that this, is, right. this is who we are. The Lion's Paw. Okay, right there. The brief review of the Lion's Paw, a symbol of great um, antiquity, the last 4,000 to 6,000 years old, consists of a series of photographs and paintings that I have found in my research of over 45 years. Okay. And I am only attempting to introduce a subject that, um, a subject that, as far as I can trust, has not been researched by 
any other historian. Yeah. Is it too difficult, or are you ever going to stick with it? It's 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 it's. Um, I could try stick with it. I have discovered a symbol of the past that has been utilized by thousands for thousands of years that identifies the maker of the symbol as having been born again to ancient mysteries of uh, ancient mystery religions. Okay, here we start. We're going to look, be looking at pictures after you read. Okay. Um, Titus, hi, oh, this hieroglyphic drawing shows an Egyptian pharaoh being prepared for eternal life on a table representing a lion. Um, his head is on the left, so the lion apparently <clears throat> symbolizes eternal life to the Egyptians. Oh, I'm sorry. Picture. Okay. So the man's dead. Yeah, he does. He's laying there with a lion's head. Yeah, right. And he's on a table, and there's the head and, and the tail at the other end. So apparently... There's four jackals in there, too. Yeah, they were their gods. They're, I don't know why they, where they came up with that, but that's their gods. That was raw. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lift it up. Oh, uh, notice the lion is holding the ankh, an Egyptian symbol of eternal life. Okay. Yeah, and you know what's weird about that too is that a lot of Christians think that's a cross and they wear it. Oh no. <laughs> well, here once yeah. again, notice they they put an X in the in the body, which is traditionally meant the man's in the death. abdomen. Yeah. This this picture came from Manny Pihol. What is it? Down a little, please. Okay, notice that in this picture, the initiate holds the Ankh, the symbol of eternal life in his hand, and he is being raised up by the lion. Oh, there's some there's right like like a resurrection almost. Yeah, right. He's in the tomb. He raised up by the Ankh and by the lion. Right. This picture is the statue of uh, Khufu, the builder of the Great Pyramid outside Cairo, Egypt. It is the earliest example of a symbol known as the lion's paw that I have found. You want to raise it up a little, Ralph? Yeah, there's the picture. Okay, so he is doing it. Can you see what he's doing uh-huh. with his left, okay. left arm? Or his right arm, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's raising it. Yeah, he's raising it up and kind of grasping it. Little pet, little pet. Well, he's, he's got a, it's making a, almost like a fist. Yes, right. Well, it's a little bit more yeah. than that. We'll get into that. Okay. Okay, the status, uh, the statue representing the high priest, Kal. He um, served all three pharaohs who built pyramids on the Giza Plateau. And he's doing it, too. Now we're getting a little more content. We're going from jumping from period to period and, and going way back, and now we're coming up forward. Okay. Father Isubio Kino, founder of San Javier Mission, uh-huh. south of Tucson, and many other southwestern America. 
Huh. Yeah, look at him. He's doing it riding a horse. Yeah. Perhaps the most famous displayer of the lion's paw was Napoleon Bonaparte, the Emperor of France, about 1769, died eight. Oh, born 1769, died 1821. Oh, yeah, there he is. We've, huh. we've seen this, seen it. This is this, whatever you see, even in the movies, when they portray Napoleon, he's got his hand like this. But no one's ever told us what it is until yeah. Little Arthur showed up. But it's the lion's paw. Mm -hmm. Been initiated into the ancient mystery religion. This photograph of Annie Besant, the only woman having um, the only woman have found giving the sign. I found giving the sign. She was the president of the occult, meaning hidden or secret Theosophist Society, a believer in Lucifer, also called Satan. This is a photograph of page 107 taken on from the book entitled Freemasonry Exposed, written by Carl, oh, Captain William Morgan. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, he's showing it, huh? And yeah, doing the same thing. Oh, it's, it's on, yeah, what does it mean when they do it with their hand up in the air? That's the surrender sign. When, right hand. Yeah, okay. it, it, you're... you're in this case, it's a combination of both. You know, it's, it's, okay. it's called the due guard of a fellow craft, which is a second degree mason. That belongs to them, and this belongs to you. Oh, you. okay. Okay. So there, there, there okay, it is. I got you. Now, notice it's on the outside of the coat. Mm -hmm. Napoleon had it inside. In either way, it works. It doesn't matter whether it's inside or outside. Right. It's always the right hand. Under the uh, uh, under left breast. This photograph of Lieutenant Elisha Hunt Rhodes is from a book entitled Freemasons at Gettysburg, um, a Manual of the Civil War, 1861 to 1865. Um, this is an important picture because it connects this, this concealed form of displaying the lion's paw to the Masonic Lodge. Want to race it up a little, Ralph? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there he is. So, no, this is official. Uh -huh. He's he's doing it because he's a Mason, specifically. So it's, but it, it is not, right. it means he's been born again. That, that symbol applies to the Masons, but it also applies to Napoleon because Napoleon was not a Mason. He's doing it because he was initiated oh, okay. at the Great Temple of the uh, Sphinx. Listen to this guy. Okay. Okay. Confederate Captain Henry Wurz, the commandant of the notorious Andersonville Civil War prison camp, with over 12,000 prisoners dying while under his watch of, in 1864, Wurz was uh, held responsible for the deaths and put on trial for war crimes. 
He was found guilty and sentenced to hang in Washington, D.C. So he was hoping he could get away with it, I guess. Can you imagine taking prisoners of war and making sure they died? Anderson, uh, uh, the northern prisoner who were going to become prisoners, said, if I go to Andersonville or Andersonville, or whatever it is, kill me now. They, they knew what happened. Right. General George Cook uh, let, let uh, General George Custer, can you pull it out a little, Ralph, or toward you? Oh, okay, let George, General George Custer be the first to lead his troops into battle to the Little Bighorn on June 25th, 1876, even though he knew that the Indians had many, as many as 3,000 braves ready to battle Custer. This, of course, was intended to make certain that Custer could not survive. Oh, wow. What a schmuck. There's a little bit of a story here. Those rifles were given to the Indians by Jesse James. Jesse uh-huh. James, 1872. And the reason was they didn't want Custer to run for the presidency. So they arranged it with Cook being a, maybe a Mason, maybe an initiate, and Jesse James. They actually gave repeating rifles, uh, repeating Right. And the, the Custer's men had the uh, Springfield bang, uh, pull it up, bang, uh, you get five, five, one shot off to five of the Indians. That's what they right. made sure. Custer didn't survive. He was murdered by Jesse James mm-hmm. and General Cook. Okay, and here is the reason that General Cook wanted General Custer to be murdered. There are rumors that General Custer was thinking about running for the presidency of the United States in November election, November of 1876, and the powers that run this country did not want General Custer to become president. President Rutherford B. Hayes. We don't even know who oh, this guy is. Spot too. Yeah, but he was. Yeah. They, they wanted their man to become president, not Custer. Take him out. Right. Oh, that's just okay, a who's that? Okay, French sculptor Frederick um, Augustine Bartholdi. 1834 to 1908, was the creator of the Statue of Liberty, and it was mainly presented to the city of New York on June 4th of 1880. This would be a good time to talk about the difference between liberty and freedom. We don't want liberty. Yeah, it is. Why do we not want liberty? Liberty means... My, my My teacher, Ralph Everson, taught me that Liberty is uh, can be run ramshod because it's given by men. Whatever you want to do is for Statue of Liberty. Our founding yeah. fathers had the Liberty Bell, the Liberty Tree. Give me liberty, or give. They knew when they wrote it in the Constitution. The word they're saying God gave us liberty. No, He didn't. He taught us morality, which means we don't do things. We should stop if we decide to. If you're going to kill somebody, you don't do it. 
for under liberty, you're free to right. do it if you want. That's what's going on in, in America. We're mm -hmm. living under liberty. That's why people burn buildings down. They loot, they steal, they murder, whatever it is. They're living under liberty. It's free. And that's what our founding yeah. fathers did for us. And I don't know anyone else saying that. Not even Howard Freeman knew that. Um, even Karl Marx, the so-called father of communism, displayed the concealed lion's paw. He um, he became a worshiper of Satan. Um, Marx was a member of the Bavarian, now part of Germany, Illuminati. Uh, the group became the Communist Party when Marx wrote the Communist Manifesto. And there he is down at the bottom. See, once again, he's doing it. He's doing uh, a lion's paw. Uh, He's not a mason. He's doing it. He's his initiative. Vladimir Lenin, the brutal communist dictator of Russia and the originator of communist revolution of 1917, was responsible for the murder of 40 million innocent Russians. In this picture, he's shown given a lion's paw. You want to raise it up a little? There we go. Yeah, there he is. This is Leon Trotsky, the communist who assisted his That's fellow all communists. You, you sure you know who Vladimir he is? Vladimir Lenin. Yeah. Okay. Right. He's doing the same doing thing. The paw. Yeah. There's another one of these brutal dictators. Joseph, Joseph Stalin. He was an initiate of the ancient mysteries of religion. Let's see what he looked like. I didn't see it, Ralph. I'm sorry. The picture. That's okay. Yep, there he is doing it. Actually, I've got two pictures of him. Of it. That, this was in the earlier when I found the other one, but I haven't yet updated it. But he's got two pictures doing the same thing separately. Years later, maybe. Who knows? Oh, okay. These are two photographs of John Wilkes Booth, assassin of uh, President Abraham Lincoln, uh, and member of the Masons. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, look at that. Outside and inside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it looks like during different times of his life. Uh, it was the first picture. Yeah, he was clearly younger on the left side. Right, yeah. But we're, we're not getting guys who uh, love to play basketball, are we? Well, maybe they're, <laughs> maybe they're giving the same show. We don't know it either. <laughs> Jesse James uh, on the left and his brother Frank. Jesse is giving the symbol of the Knights of the Golden Circle. Uh, Frank is shown giving the lion's paw because he was a member of the Masonic Lodge. Jesse later became a 33rd degree Mason. Yeah. Wow. That man, I'm still convinced that that story of that man is the greatest story of this nation. The, the power that man yielded, Jesse James. The outlaw. No, he's not the outlaw. He yeah. was a senator. Mm hmm Okay. Civil War General William Tecumseh Sherman, uh, well known for his march to the sea in the south. Let's see what he... Yep, there he is. Look at that stern look. There. He look that like guy was possessed. Yeah. Yeah, Something he was demon-possessed. Yeah. Um, Bloody Bill is shown given the sign of the Knights of the Golden Circle. 
while Mr. Pinkerton is shown giving a sign that he was a Mason. Let's go up, Ralph. Yeah, yeah. we are. Yep. Now, notice notice the difference. Man, oh, He's man. using the right side of his jacket to give a sign, and Pinkerton's doing it with his arm under uh-huh. inside his coat jacket. That's the only picture of Pinkerton right. I've ever been time. Unfortunately, he was doing the sign. Hmm. Solomon uh, P. Chase was the Secretary of the Treasury in President Lincoln's Civil War Cabinet. Chase is giving a lion's paw, indicating that he was at least a Mason. He is the individual that Chase Manhattan Banks are named after. There he is. The people that all, you know, we go out to Chase Manhattan, we don't know who founded it. This guy, the Rockefellers named him and named the bank after him. And he's a Luciferian. Mm hmm. Yeah. This is a picture of a photograph of Anton LaVey, the founder of the Church of Satan. Yep, he's doing it. That doesn't surprise me. Okay, this is not fun. The last two examples of the lion's paw are rather disturbing. Uh, that yeah. this, this this ended the original thing, and I added those pictures for them, and then I added new ones, so actually the last few pictures are the most disturbing of all. Time Magazine of February 17th, 1986. Pat Robertson clearly giving the lion's paw. Reverend Robertson told that he had fallen off of the horse, his horse. Oh, jeez. Yep, there it is. Now, why was he doing that? He knew what it meant. What? He's, he's right. admitting to the players, I'm part of you. I'm one of you. In other words, you can vote for me knowing that right. I'm one of you. And that's why I want you to make me president. That's what he's doing. He didn't fall off uh-huh. of I asked my personal doctor, doctor, if I fell off my horse and really wrenched my shoulder, my elbow, what would you do? I'd put you in a sling and tell you don't use it. No, you use it to get a symbol. Right. Okay, now this is a little bit hard, harder to read because there's a lot, lot to read. Okay, this um, portrait of former President uh, George Washington, uh, pages 100 and 101 of the book entitled George Washington, the Man, the Mason, and the Mason, by uh, okay, Callan H., uh, Charles H. Callahan. Published in 1913, the book was authorized by the auspices of the Memorial Temple Com- Committee of George Washington Masonic National Memorial Association. No one can be sure that that uh, Mr. Washington posed, uh, posed for it. However, why have the Masons officially realized re- uh, released it? Excuse me. Was Washington born again to the ancient mysteries of religions? Yeah. Interesting. Once again, we were lied to about George Washington. Okay, here's the first of the changes, 2016. Okay, um, down a little bit, Ralph. Okay, insert March 28, 2016. I have discovered two recent examples from the Republican presidential debates in 2015 and 16. Both pictures are Senator Ted Cruz. 
this is startling to me. I don't understand why he did this, but I'm going to document it with photographs. Okay. I'm sorry. That that was a, a you know for the person reading it, you can read that to lay the foundation for me to show you. But it, the pictures are what I'm after. Okay. Uh, notice that the senator is standing to the right of Governor Ted Kasich. Okay. Can you see that? You know which one is? Uh, oh yeah, there he is. They're all do it. They're all doing it. <laughs> no, they're not. Yeah, he's no, a second not. from the right. They're not doing it. Oh, they got their hands over their hearts. Exactly. They're doing, yeah, they're, they're That's doing what we do as Americans. What's, what's Cruz doing with yeah. that? Why? He did it twice on two. Because he, he, he wants to pledge allegiance to the Illuminati. Yes. <laughs> oh, doing yeah, there he is again. He was, he was beside another man. Now this is Jeb Bush or somebody. He's doing it two times yeah. in a row on two different dates. Oh, this is probably the most startling of this all. Is, this is why nothing. This is why nothing ever gets done in Congress because they're told not to do anything by the order. Okay, uh, these are two pictures of Pope Francis and the Pope elected. The Pope elected in 2016. The top one was apparently taken while he was a priest. The second picture was taken in 2016. Okay, let's see them. Okay, yeah, he's doing it right there. And up a little more, Ralph. He's, up he's, more, Ralph. Up. Oh, there you go. Yeah, okay. He's wearing a, a black cassock, which means he's a priest. He's not Pope. He's right. a priest. And right. there he is giving us this. And that might be why he became Pope. There he is. Exactly. Now that is done uh, in public. He's sitting in the a Roman square, where they call it, and and he's sitting in a chair and he's waving to the people and talking. Okay, we got three more. Then I think we're finished with. Well, maybe more. Yeah, three or four more. Okay. Uh, three newly discovered photographs of the lion's paw, um, May 15, 2018. Okay, that's okay. our last change. Just to connect the Illuminati. You don't know who that is. You don't know, but I know. And yeah, you... uh, Baron, Baron Von Niggy, Baron Von Niggy <laughs> was one of the early members of the Illuminati founded by Adam Weishaupt in 1776. So, in other words, that's connecting him to the Illuminati. Right. We've already seen Karl Marx, who later became a member of the Illuminati under another name, meaning the organization's name. That was what Weisop taught him when they scattered. When you surface, come up again, do it again, but under another name. Don't call yourself the Illuminati. Call yourself the Knights of the David... Okay, Rolling Stone, Johnny Depp, Vanilla Ice, and Nick Cave. Johnny Depp has been regarded as, can you go up a little, Ralph? I can't see the words. I'm sorry. Regarded as one of the world's biggest film stars. Mm -hmm. 
This is the, this is the last one. Kim Jong-il, president of North Korea, or premier or whatever. Uh, even Kim Jong-un, Kim Jong excuse me, North Korea's communist dictator is shown in an updated photo. Wow. That's interesting. Norris, why do popes and leaders and communists and TV evangelists, Pat Robertson is a Luciferian. He did it. He was, Dr. David Weber used to run a thing called the Southwest Radio Church, which was he would buy time yeah. on stations. Okay. David Weber took that picture of the Time magazine up to David, up to uh, uh, Robinson. He said, why did you do this? And they were both members of the same group. It was a convention. Let's all go and we'll talk about our needs as, you know, our TV, radio evangelists. And he went up there and said, tell me, what you, why did you do this? He said, I fell off my horse. Huh? Huh? <laughs> did Karl Marx fall off his horse? I don't think Marx even saw a horse. How about Lenin? You think Lenin had a horse? Probably not. Okay. Uh -uh. That's enough of that. Now let's get. Oh my goodness! We Forty minutes, yeah. Uh, Twenty minutes. The Aaron Judge story. Today's baseball fans have a new hero in the game. A little background information. Babe Ruth set a baseball record, hitting his sixtieth home run on September 30th, 1927. That record stood until October 1st of, 2000, of 1961. When Roger Maris hit the 61st home run. That record stood until September 28th of 2022 when Aaron Judge hit his 62nd home run, but that's only a part of Judge's story. Now, that's why I bring this to our attention. Listen to this man. Someone tell, told him, told, because I don't think he does this, but let's read what happened to this man. Um, on April 26, 1992, a baby was born to parents that did not want him. Fortunately for that child, they chose to give him up for adoption. One day after he was born, he was adopted by Patty and Wayne Judge. Who went on to love him the same as if he were born to them. Aaron is now 30 years old and stands at six foot seven inches, 282 pounds. He's a man who could very well have been an abortion statistic, but because his parents chose life for their son. This is a beautiful story. This Christian and man of strong character has become the perfect role model for a generation that is sorely in need of one. Thank you, Aaron Judge, for finally giving America a personal a person, a celebrity that we can look up to. Yeah. I hope we do that with this man. He apparently is very humble. Yeah. Because he had good Christian teaching. 
Christian parents that loved him. They didn't have to love him, did they? Mm-hmm. No. Uh-uh. Well, we did that last week. Wonderful, wonderful. What a wonderful story. It is indeed. Okay. We got a few minutes, and then I think we'll end. I want to, if I may, I want to tell you my story. Okay. Little Ralphie Epperson. Yeah, sure enough. Little Ralphie Epperson was born in 1937, which doesn't matter. And I, all my life, I was a loner. Not, not intentionally, but just, I figured out in the hierarchy, I graduated with nearly a thousand students in high school. So there was a big group of us, but I was in the middle someplace. I'm not down the bottom or the top. I'm in the middle. So I, I looked up at the beautiful women and said, oh, they're too pretty for me. I looked down and I didn't want to date them. So I didn't even date much and all. I did go to the high school prom, uh, you know, and I dated the, the neighbor or somebody or something. So finally I get out. Of, I go to college, didn't date much at all. I joined a fraternity hoping it would open up doors to me, which it did. I, we got to know the girls in the sororities, and we were in the fraternities. But that was a big waste of time. I, I went to about three or four of their car. They had a bone docker, which was a, uh, a, they buried a keg of beer out in the desert surrounding it with ice. And then they'd go out there and build a fire and sit around and sing songs, et cetera. So then little Ralphie moved to Los Angeles after graduation. Got my first job. And then, then uh, I moved from there to to uh, uh, Oakland. I went to Long Beach first from L.A., which is a neighbor suburb. Then I moved to Oakland, which is a suburb of San Francisco. And this is where my story started. Little Ralphie's now 29 years old. I don't even date. I had an Austin Healy, which was, you know, the cars. People would look at me, but that. So I, I didn't even date. So wait a minute, 29. I said, wait a minute, I, I want to get married. I'm 29. I want a wife and children and uh, a, a cottage with their white picket, you know, picket fence and the ivy on the and 2.3 children and 1.5 dogs, et cetera. So I said, that, I got to start thinking about this. Less than two weeks later, on March the 1st, 1966, Little Ralphie, we, we uh, let's see if I, yeah, I can, well, I'm going to make it simple for you. Here, this is my diagram. See, this is where Little Ralphie worked. Pacific, Pacific Indemnity, Indemnity Insurance Company. Yeah, and you'll notice that they, across the street, mm-hmm. uh, there's a, uh, we, we crossed the corner, and on the corner was a, 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 a shaving, oh, here it was. Savings and loan. So we, we walked across the street, turned left and right, and then the first building was a savings and loan. So little Ralphie walks in there and says, I, I'm standing behind Ben. He's up there getting whatever it is that he's, I don't, none of my business what he's there for. I don't think he was holding him up and said, Ralph, get ready to run because he was talking. I saw the lady that was helping him. Then I saw a place of carpet and then I saw a desk facing me. So there was two chairs facing each other so the lady could sit to the person who wants to talk about bank loan. And then behind him was a wall. And then there was a space. You could walk like this behind the wall, and they might have had the Coke machine and the coffee machine and a place to sit and talk to your friends. So I sat there just minding my own business, no one else in the bank. Suddenly this woman comes out like this. She comes out, 
like this, makes her, her left hand turn, walks towards me, comes to the end of the, the table, and then goes, sits down, and starts working with some papers. I didn't even think it. It just popped out. I didn't think, you better say something. Well, no, I said, that's the girl I'm going to marry. I didn't even think it. It just popped into my mind, and I said it. I said, God, get this. This is this is Miss America. She's so. When Ben finished, we walked out out the bank, and I said to Ben, "Turn around, look at that woman. That's the woman I want to marry. I'm going to marry." So Ben turned around and said, "Yeah, I see why. She's beautiful." I said. I'll introduce, said, I'll introduce you. I know if you know if you know, you know, I'm Ralph Emerson. She, she, I'm a six and she's 107. So I said, that's, she's never. So listen, uh-huh. I used to walk by her bank to go to my bank and I'd look inside and I'd salivate. You know, I got to meet her. I got to do something. Finally, Ben says, <laughs> Ben says, I'll fix it for you. He either walked over, got her name and phone number and said, call me or I'll call you. I want want some you to talk to somebody. So I'm four rows over in rows and desks with the calculators and the papers and all over. And he goes like this in the office. And so I walk over here. He hands me the phone. I go, hello. I hear the sweet voice. Hello. I said, I'm sorry. I don't know who I'm talking to. Well, I'm Sherry. I said, I forgive me. I don't know Sherry. Well, I work at the savings and loan. <laughs> What 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 what, 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 Oh, my gosh. So the shatters, the dream is shattered. So I said, listen, I wish uh-huh. you success. But then automatically, I just popped out. I said, if it doesn't work, remember, <laughs> remember the savings that are all the Pacific indemnity over here, wherever it is. And it says <laughs> up over in church. So just walk across the street, come over here. Walk in the door. So I want to talk to Ralph. or call. You'll find out the number. Look it up. It said insurance. So that was that was uh, uh, at March. Yeah. So then I, I go April May. There's a vacation. Was it Memorial Day or something? I went to L.A. for a couple of days and came back on a Saturday. So when I come back on Saturday. I've got to go to work on Monday, but I want to get back in the routine of setting the alarm clock, getting up and showering, eating my breakfast so that when I get up, I don't get up tired on Monday. So I did that. I, I'm walking into my apartment with my key Saturday afternoon, and the phone is ringing. Hello? Are you Ralph? I said, yes. Uh-huh. Jefferson? Yes. She said, I'm sorry. Who is this? This is Sherry. I said, the girl from the savings loan? Yes, you're engaged. He was married. Uh-huh. Suddenly I said, oh, my gosh, what do I do now? I started talking to her, and she's very gracious and friendly and warm and everything else you could dream about. So I said, listen, I would love very much to, since you're engaged, not engaged, to have dinner with me. This was Saturday and Friday night, and I'll pick you up, and we'll go to dinner. Well, I'd love to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did it. 
we go to <laughs> Oakland. Funny how a woman can do that to you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> this one did. So I muttered, stuttered, and I picked her up in my Austin Healy, and we drove on the freeway and looked at the lights and the beautiful, the, the Bay Bridge, which is a lighted video white and color. We drove in San Francisco ground in a city and we ate in a fine restaurant that you go in and they cut the meat specifically for you and then we sat down. And during that conversation, she said, March the 1st was my first day on the job. I said, wait a minute. If Ben had come in on the 28th of February to do this, I would have never met him. Now, she could have, we could have walked in on the second, but even then she's there and brand new. But it was her first date. Now, uh-huh. I call that, I said, I was, I was telling God, I didn't ask him for somebody, but suddenly this woman shows up in my life, everything I've ever dreamed of. And we're having dinner. So we start dating. And guess what? Here it is. This is December 22nd, the same year, 1966. That is the lovely Sharon, Sharon Howe Epperson. That's us getting married. Look at that. She, wow. I ever tell you. Okay, now, we got married. The marriage went from a, a, a 20 down to 10 and down to maybe 6. It was We were not like this, but it was just, it didn't seem to click. And it was, I didn't understand why. She started complaining about being depressed and stuff. She didn't know why either. She went to psychiatrists and everybody else. So we finally separated in 1973. And she moved out and bought a little or rented or something down in a little neighboring town, got a job herself at the university in the library, which is a good job. And she was dealing, she was in charge of getting the books, whatever it was. So at the same time, my friend, uh, uh, John, I, I don't remember his name, said, what's wrong, Ralph? I said, I'm separated, and I don't want a divorce, but it looks like a divorce. Well, talk to my pastor. Well, I'll talk to anybody. I want some answers. So we sat down and talked. So we got it. I'll make it brief. He said, do you have a personal relationship with Jesus? I said, no. He said, would you like one? I said, of course. That's what we're all about. It's because I was a Catholic, a lukewarm Catholic. Uh-huh. Sure, I didn't go to church at all. So she said, we need to talk. He opened up this thing called the Bible. <laughs> I didn't know what that was. They started reading. And every time he pointed something out, I said, that's what I believe as a Catholic. But the Bible says, don't do that. He said, it's time to come out. Uh-huh. He showed me the scriptures. Three weeks later, I'm in the water being baptized. At the wow. same time, unknown to me, we had no contact during this time. All the time I'm going through with this stuff with Sherry and the and the baptism of Sherry, I never talked to her. We had nothing to communicate. Sherry's undergoing the same thing at the university with a, a, a Catholic minister, or not a Catholic, a fundamentalist church pastor who saw her and they stuck up a conversation and he wasn't trying to hit on her. He's trying to witness to her. He did. And she became a born-again Christian. Unknowns to me. No control for me. No prayer. No. So guess what? We got back together again. Now, that didn't work. Nice. We divorced. 
but unfortunately, she's, we separated. She went her own way. But I told her when, it's the last part of the story, when, oh, there's one more part of the story, part three. I was d doing a dwelling appraisal. I worked for the company that worked for insurance companies. As a sidelight, we did dwelling appraisals to let him know how much insurance he needed to rebuild the house if it was stolen. So I went out. The only guy could talk to me was at night. I left Sherry, went to go see him, and we're talking. And he's a beautiful home. It's probably, I paid 30000 for 40000 for mine. This is a $200,000 home. Beautiful. Not wealthy, but beautiful. Wow. So I mentioned that. He said, he said, you know, it's interesting. I said, uh, we're, Sherry and I are buying a house. Oh, really? How are you doing? He said, well, I don't have a down payment. He said, you don't? I said, no. How much do you need? Well, I said, we need, we don't have $2,000. I don't know what to do. So he said, reached into his pocket. What was your name? Ralph. I said, what are you doing? I'm writing down your name. I said, why? What's your last name? Epperson? $2,000. He ripped out the thing, walked over, and handed it to me. I said, why are you wow. doing this? I'm a Christian. You're a Christian. You told me you were. I'm in a position to help you. Take it. Buy the house. Mm -hmm. That is three. I'm sorry. Wow. In my opinion, I'm I'm prejudiced, but I believe that's God saying, "I'm going to give you the wife you're going to have," because Sherry is now in heaven, uh -huh. and I'm waiting. As I've told you a right. thousand times, and I tell everybody, I'm waiting to go. I want to go and see Sherry, and I believe there's not marriage. You can't get married again, and there's no marrying. But we're going to be. Hope we can be together. We can live. We're going to have separate right. mansions, maybe, right. but we're going to be together to enjoy each other in that paradise for eternity. And last comment. That's, that's right. why God put this woman in my life. He tested us, and we both passed. Mm -hmm. In other nice. words, there are rewards for being a Christian. I don't want to challenge you if you don't believe they're miracles, but they're coincidences. You explain to me what they were. Three of them. Right, right. Well, as far as I can tell, they were miracles, Ralph. No. Definitely. I, I, yeah. I, I don't wow. know. God didn't say to me, Ralph, I'm going to give you miracles, but suddenly I look back at it. Suddenly it dawned on me. Wait a minute. Those were miracles because I didn't ask God for a wife. Wow. I, I spoke it internally. I said, I need a wife. I want to get married, raise families and children and go to kindergarten and schools and play baseball with my son, etc. And suddenly within a matter of weeks, yeah. I meet the woman of my dreams. Now, we had a tr troubled Praise marriage. Lord. But notice what the marriage did. We had trouble and we both passed at the same time. I had no influence on her. And suddenly... She's gone, and suddenly, just a few years ago, I realized that's why God put us together. He brought me from Tucson, Arizona, to Oakland. He brought Sherry from Seattle to Oakland, and there we met. End of story. Uh-huh. That's amazing. Well, thank the Lord for things like that, because that, uh -huh. that, that takes the faith of a person that doesn't have a lot of faith right now and it's just, it, it builds them up, Ralph. It emboldens uh, them to, to.
to step that's out what, in faith and to believe even we, better. That's what we as Christians are supposed to do. Now, I, I, every time I get a chance, yeah. I, I tell my story. I have a little booklet called This Marriage Plan Will Work. God is the author mm-hmm. of marriage, and in the Bible, he laid it out. And you can, you can right. read that on your own and read the scriptures and turn your life over. You don't have to become a Christian. Just turn your life over to the principles that God gave us to cause a beautiful marriage. If I may ask last comment, I, I did this one day. A friend of mine worked at the University of Arizona, and I'd stop in. On my, I was working with the car, so I was outside. Lunch. So I'd go to see him around lunchtime. We'd go to lunch, and then I'd get back in my car and do what I was doing. So one day, he says, uh, uh, a friend of mine, uh, a Hispanic, young Ph.D. student that Jim and he were friends, and so one day he didn't, the friend didn't go with us because he, I met him before, but he, he told Jim he's going to get married. And so I, Jim told me that. He said mm-hmm. his name, and I'll call him Pablo. Pablo's getting married. I said, wonderful. Yeah, he said, we're getting married. I said, listen, tell Pablo if he wants to know a plan for his marriage before he marries her, let him, the four of us, you and I and Pablo and his wife, can sit down and I'll explain with papers like this what a Christian, what a, a, a dedicated male-female marriage is. If you, whether you believe in God, right. these principles will work. So we sat down. Now, they got married out in Tucson because she was from Denver going to the U of A. He got his PhD. She was an MD, a medical doctor. So they're both educated. And wow. Right, and Jim called me four or five months later and said, the wife called me and said, you tell Ralph it's working. Oh. Wow. Nice. Very nice. Yes. Isn't that a story? Wow. What can you say, you know? I've never had anyone yeah, else say that. I've done it about six times, but they come and go, or maybe they weren't. They, mm-hmm. it wasn't for them. But she said, tell Ralph it's working. So this young Hispanic is oh, living. What, what a blessing. Was brilliant. And they got a family, and they're raising them and probably homeschooling them and doing all the good things. Okay, that, that brought, it yes, still has yes. big tears to my eyes because that's, I don't you call that a miracle, whatever it is. God gave me the ability to sit down and put it in paper. It's like this. There's pages like this. Uh-huh. One at a time. And with the Bible as well. Yeah. I did the same. I quoted. I said, let's read together. And we're going to read and reply and have talk about it. And lay it out. took 45 minutes. And they get up and put it to work. And it worked. Wow, that's amazing. No, I don't know. Look at that. I tear up even when I I tell my story about my sharing. (laughs) I know. I know. She is still... Very touching. She's back in my... After she divorced me, I I fell out of love with her. I have to tell you that story. That's the part that's a little painful. But I decided... I don't understand why we didn't make it. We had the ability. She had every... She could... If she had been on her game, she could have been Miss America. She had it all. She had the figure, the personality, yeah. the, the vivaciousness, the smile, and the makeup. And she could have been Miss America. She had the personality just exuded it. 
out of her. But she went through these the stages of depression. If I may, one last oh, thing. I figure out yeah. why she was depressed. I won't tell you why, but I went to her finally as a friend and said, Sherry, I think I know the cause of your depression. Well, what is it? I said, I'll tell you what, Sherry, I will tell you, but not for a while. I want you to think about it because I can almost guarantee you you're not going to admit to this what it was and so years later I got together with Sherry I gave her the story a couple of weeks later she called me and said Ralph you're right that's what the problem was wow. and I figured that out on my own mm-hmm. and just step by step by step putting it together wow. I still didn't love her but I told her how and I think she's then decided I'm going to stick with Ralph and I'm hoping and praying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she'll be there when I go. Now, please understand. She will be there. <laughs> I'm ready to play against you anytime you want to argue whether you should owe me money for my things or not. I'll take you on any day you want, David Ruffino. I'm coming after you. So just prepare to even though. I'm- Ralph, Ralph, you still there? <laughs> you still there, Ralph? <laughs> I just said, we'll end with this. I believe David and I both, we stumbled onto us. I don't even know how we did this. But in the last six months or a year, whatever it's been, we have grown tremendously uh, 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 close. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, a friendship and a, and a brotherhood. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're two brothers from different mothers. For sure. And and, and that's why we, we joke. Right. This is only... It's only a game we're playing. Uh, David and I do this all the time. We're back and forth like this. But when when David needs help, he's going to be there for me, and I'm there for him with, if I can help him. That's a promise to him, and I've made it. That's right. That's okay, right. Now, will you pay me your money? And, and you, you, for, you forgot to mention that we both have Polish heritage, too. And Oh, yeah, you're Polish. I tell <laughs> Well, David says I'm not going to pay you fees. I tell him I got a. I'm a member of the Polish mafia. My my grandparents were both born in Poland, and they came here in the, the years when everybody was leaving to go to America, in the seventy, uh, the tens or twenties or something. So, so I, the Polish uh-huh. mafia, a bunch of midgets, and they come over and say, "Pay Ralph Epperson," and if they don't, they hit you in the knee with a hammer. Yeah. And he's, he, they have a godfather that makes him an offer that he can never remember. <laughs> With that having been said, Ralph, I'm going to bid you adios, my friend. Adios, yes. Thank you. Yeah, God bless you. And thanks for thank the you, opportunity. Thank, you too, Ralph. Definitely. And thank you, audience, for for sharing with us in this time. It's been a fun time together. and. And uh, and a very learned time, too. And I'm very thankful for that. Thank you. With that being said, Ralph, God bless you. We'll, We'll see you around. I'll talk to you real soon, okay? Soon. God bless.